European markets kicked off the week on a negative note as hawkish remarks from some ECB members in the World Economic Forum of Davos here in Switzerland poured some cold water on the overheated rate cut expectations of the moment. So a readjustment in Deutsche central bank expectations should be on the menu of the next few days and weeks as earnings season in the US continues in full swing this week with more bank earnings on the agenda starting from today. So welcome. This is Swiss Codes Daily Market Talk. So I sense that the first quarter of this year will be marked by the realization that it's too early to cut the interest rates unless something real bad, like another bank crisis or a real estate crisis or another debt crisis, hits the fan. Because March, where market prices reflect the first rate cuts from both the Fed and the European Central Bank, is about two months away and things don't look that bad really. In Europe, yes, growth is slowing. Germany is struggling to reverse a slowdown. The slump in the Eurozone's industrial production accelerated in November and production fell 6.8% in the month of November from a year earlier and over the last nine readings, only one came in positive and it was a small 0.2% growth back in June last year. So yes, the euro area growth is slowing. Inflation is also headed lower, but I will never repeat that enough. Slowdown is what the ECB was targeting to pull inflation lower. And unless there is a severe and a sharp slowdown, the ECB won't hurry up to cut its race. On the contrary, the bank is now focused on waning the pandemic-era aid programs. And according to a recent Bloomberg survey, the ECB will make four 25 base point cuts this year starting in June and not six rate cuts starting from April as is priced in by the markets today. And this divergence between the reason and the market pricing suggests that all these rate cut expectations from the ECB and the Fed will be gently delayed and the pricing in the markets will be gently revisited as well. So if that's the case, we should see the well, stock and bond markets around the developed markets correct to the downside and the US dollar recover. The US dollar index actually kicked off the week on a clear positive note as the euro dollar made a swift move to the downside on Monday following ECB's Holtzman words in Davos yesterday. So ECB's Holtzman warned that the threats from looming inflation will likely prevent the ECB from lowering the interest rates this year and that even as recession can no longer be ruled out in the Eurozone. He pointed at the conflict in the Middle East as a risk for further disruption to supply chains and to energy markets. And he warned that while the latter developments will likely keep the European Central Bank alert regarding the price and inflation risks. And that was just another emperor has no clothes, guys, moment. And... I believe that we will be seeing a couple of these moments in the 
coming weeks. So that's why the euro fell and the stock 600 index retreated at yesterday's trading session. And if inflation worries resurface, well, the bad news that we might have from the economic data front should no longer fuel the central bank dose and act as good news. Because again, I repeat it again, unless we see a severe and a sharp slowdown in economies, the central banks won't stop their battle against inflation, especially, especially not that growth in the US is not tumbling at all. On the contrary, the Atlanta Fed's GDP now forecast suggests a fourth quarter growth of about 2% following a jaw-dropping 5% growth that was announced in the third quarter of last year and earnings expectations for the S&P 500 companies is expected to have grown between 3 to 4% last quarter as well. So if that's the case, that will be the second straight month of earnings growth in the S&P 500 and none of the latter call for well, an urgent Fed rate cut in two months from now. So in this context, one of the questions that comes very often these days to me is why the market pricing is so optimistic about the rate cuts then? Well, I don't have the answer, as I say, but some point at the crashing PMI surveys actually show that the manufacturing PMI in the US has been in the contraction zone for the past 14 months. And the services PMI again in the US is also about to step into the contraction zone below the 50 level. The manufacturing numbers actually do look close to recession levels right now, but on the other hand, we also know that if recession never came last year to the US, well, it was because of a sustained fiscal spending that actually helped keeping the US economy afloat. And guess what? The US will be spending the roughly into the election this year. And there is even news on Bloomberg that the US economy could actually have an unexpected fiscal boost if the American lawmakers support a huge 70 billion US dollar worth of package for tax breaks for businesses and for families. <laughs> Thanks, Alexanders, for this article. So, yes, I actually don't see the Federal Reserve start cutting the interest rates in March this year. And the later the Fed cuts, the later the other central banks will also start cutting their rates as well, because otherwise a stronger US dollar would only bring inflationary pressures back to the rest of the world, as is the base currency, and prevent their other central banks from making an early move as well. So I think it's about time that we see the sovereign bond yields rebound and maybe equities retreat as well in the next couple of days and next couple of weeks of trading. And in this scenario, the euro dollar has potential to fall further. The next natural target for the euro bear stands at 108.75 level, which is the major 38.2% Fibonacci retracement on the latest rebound that started in October last year. So below this level, the euro dollar will step into the medium term bearish consolidation consolidation zone. Cable, on the other hand, could return below the 125 level and the dollar yen could make an attempt on the 100-day moving average that stands near the 147.40 level today. But the consensus for the dollar yen 
remains bearish this year, as you know, as the Bank of Japan should exit the negative rate policy at some point. And it said that the letter, so the Japanese policymakers could be further encouraged by, well, strong annual wage negotiation results. And if that's the case, if the pay rises by 4% in Japan, as expected, it should make the BOJ think twice about the timing and also the speed of the rate hike. So higher the wages, the faster the BOJ should exit its negative rate policy. In the energy space, the escalation of the conflict in the Red Sea region no longer boosts oil prices. That's good news for inflation. Despite news of further attacks and retaliation from US and UK, crude oil saw limited upside yesterday and the barrel of American crude closed yesterday's trading session slightly lower. And finally, the US will be back from its Martin Luther King Day holiday and the bank earnings from the US big banks will continue to make the headlines today with Morgan Stanley and Goldman Sachs due to go to the earnings confessional as soon as today. So we will be watching all of that. But this is all for today. I'm Ipekos Kardeshkaya and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your beautiful and interesting interactions. I hope this episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual. And follow us on Instagram, on X and on LinkedIn for regular market updates. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, of course, for daily market comments. And please do not forget to hit the like button on these videos to let us know that you enjoy them. So I will meet you again tomorrow. And until then, good day trading.